the totally rad dads is a community and we've got saber tooth tigers out there, whether it be, I mean, all the different forms of addictions, whether it be depression, bad self-talk, whatever it is, there's no true saber tooth tiger, but there's all kinds of saber tooth tigers that are out there to get us and staying, being a part of a community. Nothing's changed, right? We need that community and being right here, um, in this community is, is one of the best places that you can be in order to be that totally rad dad. So the big question is this, how do regular dads like us, who weren't given a playbook on parenting, who only have 24 hours in a day to make it all happen, how do we provide for our families in a way that will allow us to raise happy, successful children and have a thriving marriage while still being a man and doing the things we love? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is Rad Dad Secrets. This is Rad Dad Secrets. I'm Jefferson. We have Eric on the other line. Welcome back. First and foremost, we want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, you know, they say that when you, when you do something like prepare, uh, you know, a speech or, or prepare some training, you get more out of it than, than the people on the other end. I think that's way true for me. Like, I love doing this stuff because it makes me a better dad. It makes me kind of realize throughout the week now, what am I doing good and what am I doing absolutely horrible? Because that's what being a parent is all about. I mean, it is the ups and the downs. It's making mistakes. It's learning from those mistakes. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm a huge believer in there are no, there's no such thing as failure. There's only feedback. And I think I've said that on this podcast um, uh, a while back, but it, it is, it's feedback. And, you know, this, this podcast has really, you know, motivated me to want to be a, a better dad. Um, and we have, uh, last week we kind of, I went over some, some things about happiness and where I'm getting my information from is this book called the happiness trap. Um, my wife gave me some books for, uh, for Christmas and you guys don't know me, but <laughs> the people that do know me, I don't read. It's just not my thing. I don't find it enjoyable. I, let me take this back. I didn't find it enjoyable. Uh, I, I, I couldn't just sit there and, and read a book. And I mean, my wife can, she can, she can go out on the, on the deck and just read for like hours on it. If the children would let her, they don't. But if she could, like her ideal day would just sit and would just be sitting and reading a book all day long. That's, that's not me. Like I don't, I don't enjoy doing that. Uh, but she gave me this book for Christmas. She actually gave me two books, one called the happiness trap and uh, another one by, um, rich dad, poor dad, Robert, uh, Kaya, oh boy. I'm gonna Yusaki. Yeah, that's it. Uh, a book on investing. So I started reading this book and after the introduction, what popped in my head was, oh my gosh, this could really not only help me because I, I go through the ups and downs of life. Um, and I, I I'm, I'm searching for happiness. And so I, I said to myself, this is going to really help me. And then I said, oh my gosh, this could really help a lot of dads out there. So I'm getting uh, my information from this book, uh, The Happiness Trap. And I want to go through today a little bit on um, just on, on happiness. And so this is, uh, is going to be a, I don't know how many part <laughs> series in this whole, uh, this whole podcast about happiness, but I, I, really, I really do want true happiness. I don't want the uh, fleeting moments of happiness. I, I want true happiness. So um, do you have anything to add before I get into this, Eric? 
No, man, I'm, I'm just ready to hear some happiness right here. I, okay. I, you, you talk about reading. I feel the same way. It's, it's, uh, it's like eating a salad for me. Like I never really want to do it. And then after I do it, I never regret it. Right? So, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to hear what you're going over here. Okay. Awesome. I, I, I got a lot of stuff. So let's, uh, let's dive into this. So what if I told you that the more we try to find happiness, the more it eludes us? You know, when we try to find happiness in self-help books and seminars, we get, you know, we get this shot of adrenaline, like this happiness adrenaline that only lasts for not that long. Like it lasts for a couple of days and then it's gone. Um, so is happiness, is it, is it something that's normal? I don't know. So the amount of things, I'm using air quotes here, you guys can't see me, but I'm using air quotes, things that make us happy has grown exponentially since, heck, since like the 19, 1990s when we grew up. You know, we had, we had like Nintendo and stuff like that, but now we have these smartphones that are more, more powerful than anything back then uh, uh, in those days. We have an endless stream of things that are quote unquote making us happy and making us feel happy. You know, we have better education, better housing, better medical treatment, sanitation, travel, entertainment, career opportunities than we ever have in the past. You know, the, the section on self-help, if you go to like Amazon or I mean, if you go actually walk into a bookstore nowadays, there are limitless number of self-help books out there. I mean, we, we can't, you can't count them. It just goes on and on and on. So you would think that with all of these things that make us happy, we would be like, you know, uh, you remember when Clark, Clark Griswold from uh, The Christmas Story uh, at the very end when he's kind of going through his rant, you know, he, you would think it would be the jolliest bunch of a-holes this side of the nuthouse, right? With all of these things that would make us happy, you would think that we, we should be happy, right? So you would think that, you know, human unhappiness should be decreasing, but it's not, like not even by a long shot. It is not decreasing. 30% of, adult, of the adult population will suffer from a recognized psychological disorder. Depression is the fourth biggest, costliest, and most debilitating disease in, in the world. One in four adults at some stage in their life will suffer from drug, alcohol, uh, drug and alcohol addiction. That's about 20 million adults. One in 10 adults will try to commit suicide. Mm. Um, so back, you know, hundreds of thousands of years ago, you were, you know, the hunter-gatherer stage. Um, we, humans were programmed for survival. You know, the four things that mattered, food, water, shelter, sex, right? Those are the four things that, that drove humans. You know, we were programmed to determine whether something was bad, helpful, harmful, safe, or dangerous, okay? Um, we were designed to be part of a community as well. Like, if, if we weren't part of a community, you know, Mr. Sabretooth Tiger would come and, and eat us, right? But if we were part of a community, there's, you know, there's power, power in numbers. Um, so, how did the 100,000-year-old mind protect those people from feeling reject, rejected from the group. Well, they would do that by comparing themselves to the other members of the clan. Like, am I fitting in? Am I contributing to the group? Am I doing the right thing? Am I as good as the others? Am I doing anything that would get me rejected? Does that sound familiar? 
right? Does that sound familiar to today? Oh my gosh. The only thing that's really changed is, well, there's a lot of things that have changed, but the basic principles are still the same, right? We compare ourselves to everybody, to not only our friends, but we look on Facebook and these social, quote unquote, social influencers who appear to have like this perfect life and we compare ourselves to them. And worse yet, our minds are so powerful that we can, we can kind of picture this, this ideal self of, of us, this perfect self that we will never live up to, right? So we're kind of, we're, we're doomed from the start. You know, we're always looking for more and better. You know, we, if, um, if we end up getting a new job, better car, better physique, we'll be happy but that's not going to last. It's only going to be for a minute. Sooner or later, we're going to want up any more. We, we're going to want, um, we're going to end up wanting more. Okay. We have evolved to a hardwired brain that is programmed to suffer. Is, that sounds weird, right? It, it shouldn't be, it should be programmed to be happy, but we, we kind of switch it ourselves. Um, we have a hard time finding happiness. So what is happiness? There are really like two definitions of happiness, okay? One is just feeling good, feeling good. The second one is living a rich, full, and meaningful life, right? Guess which one we work on the most? We work on feeling, feeling just feeling happy, right? Feeling good, right? Whether it's, um, whether it's through drugs, porn, good food, not necessarily food, you know, that's good for you, but, you know, food in general, you know, feel good movies. These are things that, you know, give you that shot of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Dopamine, right? They give that shot of dopamine, like, oh my gosh, I feel so good right now. But that doesn't last that long, right? You can be in a bad mood, watch a good movie. Yeah, that might make you feel good for a little bit, but then you're back in that bad mood, right? These things don't last. Um, the other meaning of happiness, the, the living a full, rich, uh, and, and meaningful life, it's a little bit harder. It's a little bit harder to obtain, um, but when you do obtain it, it lasts. It compels us to move in a different direction, okay? Um, when, we feel, uh, when we feel fulfilled, and we don't have to constantly feed our happiness, just like the, um, just like the other one. Um, again, we're not going to be searching for that. It's, it's always going to be there. Um, now, once we obtain that happiness, are we, are we ever going to suffer? Well, sure, we're going to suffer, right? And I, and I would argue to say that we're going we're gonna to experience even even more like a, a higher degree of, of suffering when we are at that, uh, you know, that rich, full, uh, uh, full and, and meaningful life. When we do go through sadness, it's going to be a, a lot. We're going to come down really hard, but we're going to have the, the tools necessary to get us out of that, out of that sadness. We need to feel good, but if that is the only meeting, meaning that we are seeking in life, I mean, we're, we're doomed to failure. Um, we inevitably feel pain in this life, but if we're equipped to handle it, the pain and suffering will, will be just for a fleeting moment. And, um, 
happiness can be achieved. That, that true happiness, living a rich, full, and meaningful life, it can be achieved. And again, through the next, I don't know how many weeks it's going to take, I, I do, I want to go through things that, uh, things that I, I, I learned through this book. And uh, next week, I'm pretty excited because next week I want to go over some myths, some, ha- uh, some happiness myths that we uh, tell ourselves and we believe um, but that aren't true. So stay tuned for next week. I'm pretty excited. Um, Eric, any questions? Uh, just comments, man. I, I really like that. I'm looking forward to next week already. And uh, I mean, so much of that has to do with being a totally rad dad and this journey that we're taking right now and that, that we're starting to take you guys on going through these podcasts in the upcoming weeks. We're going to be strategically helping you get to that fulfillment part, right? Working on yourself. It's not easy, right? It's not the easier path. It's not the watch that. Like he was saying, I love feel good movies. Like oh, it, too. It's my favorite thing in the world. And I get done. Like sometimes my wife wants to watch these like murder mysteries and like 2020s. And I'm like, no, like I feel crappy when it gets over it, the feel good. I can just watch them all day long, but you're right though. It's fleeting, right? It's by the time you wake up in the morning, you're back to square one. You're feeling the same. So getting that long lasting fulfillment has to do with doing self work, which, you know, you, you have to dig deep inside and you have to be very conscious and conscientious about what you're thinking, what you're doing, the directions you're going in and be self aware. Uh, One of the analogies you gave was the saber tooth tiger and how we live in communities. And I just couldn't help as a community. We've got saber tooth tigers out there, whether it be, I mean, all the different forms of addictions, whether it be depression, bad self-talk, whatever it is, there's no true saber-toothed tiger, but there's all kinds of saber-toothed tigers that are out there to get us and staying, being a part of a community. Nothing's changed, right? We need that community and being right here um, in this community is, is one of the best places that you can be in order to be that totally right. A career man about your health. I mean, all your beliefs, right? And what that leads into is now that you kind of understand what some of your beliefs are and you can start to work on some of those, what you need to work on next. And we're just going to introduce this today is your vision. And we talked about this last season, a couple of times about your vision. Um, but it, it's so critical to have that vision, right? If you don't see something in the future, you're going to let life happen to you, right? You're going to be in a reactive state instead of a proactive state. I mean, look around you in the world right now, look what's going on and we're being ruled by fear in so many different ways. But if you can proactively have a vision and this is exact speaks to exactly what Jefferson was just saying about seeking that fulfillment, you create your vision of what you want and you now have something that you can work toward. Right. And when, when we're talking about your vision, um, it, we're talking about your ideal state that you would like to achieve. So as a dad, as a father, what does that ideal father look like, right? If, if you were to be your ideal self, what, what's happening? What are you doing as a dad? What, what are you doing in the mornings? What are you doing with your kids? How are you treating your wife? What's your ideal vision as a totally rad dad? And, to, and the, the key with vision is, listen, we're, we're children of a heavenly father, right? And in so being, we have this limitless potential, right, that we can live up to. So there's no point 
in living small. There's no point in limiting yourself when you have these visions. Don't, don't think small, push that bar higher, right? Even if you don't get fully to that bar by next week or next year or whenever, keep that bar high so that you can continue to grow, so that you can become that totally rad dad, your, your ideal self. You know, how, how do you want to feel? What does it look like? What are you doing on a consistent basis? And, and I'm, I'm going to invite you to put the pen to paper and start writing down your vision on what a totally rad dad is for you and what you would like to be able to achieve. Yeah. So do you have something for them? Do you have a vision that you've written down? So an example that I have, I mean, just as part of, you know, just a couple of things that I've written down in my vision as a totally rad dad or, or I'm striving to become that totally rad dad. My ideal vision, um, some of the things I have written is I want to raise confident, self-efficient, successful, optimistic kids who understand who they truly are and the limitless potential they have. And I want them to know and understand that the world is their playground. Um, as, as a rad dad, I want to teach my kids to not be scared of failure, but that anything is possible. It just takes vision and action. And I, and I love what you said earlier about failure. There's no such thing as failure. And I try to teach that to my kids so, so many times. I mean, it's, you're falling forward. I mean, you never fail you, you fail forward. So, um, I want to instill greatness, um, in each of my kids and help them to understand that they are children of God. Um, and just, I've, I've got probably, uh, about 10 more on, on my list here, but just to read, uh, one more, teach them to follow the still small voice, that inner whispering within the spirit that's guiding them throughout everything. So being a totally rad dad to me is instilling these things in, in my children and to go even further. I mean, part of my vision is to spoil, love, cherish, and put up on a pedestal, my wife any chance I get and to treat her like a queen and make sure my children know that she is number one in my life. Um, and, and that she's the most important thing to me. So, um, those are just some examples of a vision that, that I have for myself that I'm striving towards coming up short all the time, but I can honestly look back over the last 10 years and say, I've come a long way. And I think it starts because I had that vision that I'm, that I read, on a semi-regular basis would like to read it more, but you know, it's amazing. Once you have it written down, even if you don't read it as often as you'd like, somehow, some way your subconscious finds a way to pull that up and, and push you in that direction. But if you didn't have it written down, I mean, you'd have nothing. I mean, you, you could say it, but you're probably going to forget most of that stuff. I mean, over 80% of the stuff you're going to forget and it'll, it'll never be back. So write it down put it somewhere. Um, and I, I love what you said. Eric's a lot more, uh, I guess, eloquent in, in what he says compared to me, um, which I'm working on. That's this, this whole thing is a, is a learning process, this podcast, and uh, it, it's, it's helping me to communicate a little bit better. But just for the record, Jefferson, you're a rock star. Just saying. <laughs> no way. I'm, I'm, we're working on it, right? So, Treating your wife. We, we posted this a couple of times on Facebook. Um, and if you guys don't know, we have a Facebook page, Totally Rad Dads. Go to Totally Rad Dads on Facebook and, and like us. And we just put inspirational stuff. Uh, it's, it's a lot of stuff is just funny stuff, but we'll put some inspirational stuff. But one of the things I, I like that we've posted is, you know, treat, 
show your sons the type of man they should be and show your daughters the type of man that they should, or the, the way that they should be uh, treated as a woman. And so I think that the best and, and easiest way to do that is just show, show them how much love, respect uh, you have for your wife. Um, so uh, I, I really love that. And it's, it's worth saying over and over and over again, because it, it is, it's, it's true. The, the way that your sons are going to know how to treat a woman is by the way you treat your wife and the way your daughter is going to know how to be treated is by the way that you treat your wife. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, I love that. And something that keeps coming to my head right now is just to say, as we're going through this and you're, you're writing down your vision and you're trying to live out your vision is to be patient with yourself. And I, I mean, we can, we are our biggest critics. And if, if I, if you talk to your, to other people, the way that you talk to yourself, oftentimes you would have zero friends, right? So <laughs> be patient with yourself. And that's something I'm learning over time. And I'm trying to be very conscientious about learning is that as I feel like I'm failing, and again, there's no such thing as failing, right? We're, we're learning and we're failing forward. But as I feel like I'm, I'm falling short on so many different areas, um, or if I'm just having a terrible day, right? And I just feel like things are off, I'm frustrated, whatever, which happens more than I would like to admit or than I would like to happen. Um, to, the, the longer I'm in this game of fatherhood, the more I realize that those moments will pass, right? They're fleeting moments. Jefferson said it earlier too, you know, it's, they're not gonna last forever. And if you can be patient with yourself, continue to move forward, move that needle, even if it's ever slow slightly, it's all about progression, not perfection. That's not what we're going for. And uh, be, be patient with yourself, love yourself. And uh, I think that example of being patient with yourself is one of the best examples you can give for your children as well. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I know I could speak for Eric when I say that we are not perfect at all. Far from it. We've probably said this so many times on other podcasts that we are not perfect fathers, but we're trying, right? We're, we strive every single day to be better people. And so that's what we're here for. We're here to help each other be better. We're here to, to just, to when we do fall, we fall forward. We learn from it, pick ourselves up, brush ourselves off and, uh, and keep going. Um, so Eric, is there anything, anything else you want to add to this? Uh, no, just we love and appreciate you guys. We're, we're glad you're here. And as you're failing forward, stick around. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Be a part of our community. We have a lot of good things that are going to be coming up in the future. Um, and every Friday we have our challenge coming out. It starts, yeah, I think it started last Friday for you guys, but fun little things for you guys to do. So be on the lookout for that. Go to our Facebook page, like it, share it with friends. If you liked this episode, share it with some friends. And uh, just remember that we are rad by choice and not by chance. Catch you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Rad Dad Secrets Podcast. Subscribe now to never miss another episode or opportunity to become a better father, husband, and man. Also, be sure to join our Totally Rad Dads private Facebook group for constant support and tips on being the best dad possible. If you haven't yet, please leave us a review. It helps us immensely on iTunes. And remember, we are Rad Dads by choice, not by chance.